This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This week, we are answering the question that we get asked by so many of our clients, which is, why can't I love myself? Now, there may be so many reasons why you believe you can't love yourself or you don't deserve love, but we're here to expose these excuses for the lies, misunderstandings, and illusions that they really are. In this teaching, you'll also learn how you can begin your exciting and powerful journey into self-love. Okay, David, so let's begin with some definitions. What is the Wu Wei wisdom teaching on love? I think this is the one that that I work with my clients with a lot, Mm -hmm. is what do they mean by love? And I think this is where the big discrepancy is. A lot of my clients believe that love is something like a commodity. It's something that has to be given or received. It's something they have to earn. It's like, I don't know what they think it is, but they they use words like unconditional, I should be loved, people have to love me. They get love confused with value and worth as well. Very confusing on that. So let me give you my definition of love, and it's very straightforward, and it may surprise you. Love is a description of an emotional feeling. Love is a description of an emotional feeling. And so therefore, it fits into the Wu Wei wisdom model quite nicely. You are the creator of your emotional feelings. So if you believe that, then it has to follow that love is a feeling that only you can create. Let me give you an example. You could love your partner. You can love your children. You can love your pet. You could love chocolate. You could love the town you live in, the house you live in. You could love your car. You can love your friends. So what you're saying is, I am choosing to create a feeling for that person or that object or that thing. I am doing it. So once you understand that, just pause for a moment. If love, and you agree with me, love is a description of a feeling, how can someone else give you a feeling? How can you get that feeling? How can you ever get that feeling? How can you say, well, There's something missing inside of me, like a hole. And I want somebody else to fill the hole. And this is where it gets so confused. But we can't blame ourselves for this, you know. Because if you look at all of the movies, all of the love songs, all of the poetry, it's talking about love being something that's traded or earned or given to you or taken away from you. And also, more importantly, David, it's in our upbringing As children, we were taught that if we behaved well, if we did the right things, that mommy and daddy would love us. That's right, Alex. And that's why 
when we're talking about this subject, which is a very important subject, it will always relate back to the inner child because most of us were brought up to, as you, as you say, that love is a, something that's given or taken away. So if we're a good boy or a good girl and we try hard and we clean our room and do our chores and try hard at school and don't play up at home, mummy and daddy will show us affection, show us love, show us worth, show us value. But if we play up, they withdraw that. And then for a sensitive child, we very quickly learn that love is like a commodity mm -hmm. that's given to us or withdrawn from us. And then that makes us very needy, yeah. that we need that love. And this is where the problem starts. This is where the inner child is always involved in this scenario of not loving themselves. Because the inner child part of your mind is always believing that love is external, coming from the outside in, instead of the inside out. Yeah, because I like the word you used before, we're choosing. We're yeah. choosing to create a feeling of love for other people, for our pets, for chocolate. But we are also choosing not to create that feeling of love for ourselves. And what you're saying is we are making that choice because we have an expectation that that love for ourselves has to come from external sources. That's correct. That's where it goes wrong. And that's why I, particularly when I'm working with clients, use the word choose. Now they will push back on that word. They don't like that word because it gives them the accountability and self-responsibility. And they believe that no, and they'll use words like this, well, love should be unconditionally. Of course your parents should love you, shouldn't they? Isn't that the way it should be? And so as you quite rightly said, it's the expectation of what we believe that we're entitled to and we should get. The only problem comes if you look at it correctly, no one can give you love. They can show you that they create the feeling of love for you. Your partner, your children can show, can demonstrate by the way they talk, the tone of their voice, the way they interact with you. They are demonstrating that they are creating a feeling about you but they cannot give it to you. And it seems such a simple yet profound teaching. You cannot be given love and you can't give love. So you got your children say that you would say, oh, David, I love them more than anything else. And that could be true. You could be creating a more intense feeling for your children and that you would lay down your own life you would stand in front of a firing squad so your child doesn't get hit. But you're not giving them love. You are demonstrating that feeling for you is so strong and so intense. I'm wondering, David, whether it's more like until someone demonstrates that they love us, appreciate us, value us, 
So whether that's within a personal relationship context or a, a work context or any context, that it's like we do not give ourselves permission to feel good about ourselves, to feel loving feelings, kind feelings, good green light positive feelings about ourselves until we get that feedback. It's like we are artificially throttling feel good feelings about ourselves because it's like our inner child has decided that it is lacking in some way. It doubts itself and until it gets the validation externally, it does not have permission to feel good about itself. That's absolutely correct, Alex. That could be one of the main reasons. But the problem with that reason is it then becomes like an addiction. Because even if that person, that boss, that friend does shower you and say, oh my goodness, you're so wonderful. I love you so much. You're, you're the top of my tree. You're my wonderful angel. It's never quite enough, is it? It's almost like a bit of a shot in the arm for maybe a couple of hours or maybe a day, but then you're back onto the old treadmill. You're back onto the carousel of despair. It's like you've had a shot of a drug, but now you need another shot, a bigger shot. It's got to be more because it's almost like what you have set up, that if I could just get this validation, love, approval, whatever word you want to call it, worth from external then my life would be wonderful. Everything would work out the way I want it. The problem is when you get it, it never does because you can't get that fix. That fix is only something that you can create. Only you can create a true, honest, spiritual, authentic feeling of love for yourself. It cannot come from elsewhere. So if you're in a loving relationship, you can create a feeling of love for your partner and you can demonstrate that you do that. They can create a feeling of love for you and they can demonstrate. But they can't give it to you like a glass of water or a present or a bunch of flowers. A bunch of flowers is just demonstrating that they create a feeling. Then going back to your point, so many of my clients agree with exactly what you said. <clears throat> Some of them go even deeper. And when you do the golden thread, when you ask the self-inquiry question, that again, we demonstrate in all our teachings, starting from the emotion. So the emotion could be sadness, loss, un not validated, looking for validation, looking for worth. And when you do the golden thread, it will sound something like this. It will sound, I am not going to love myself because I believe that somebody else should do that. It should be my parents. That's their job. That's their responsibility. That's my expectation that that love was never given to me. So I'm owed. So I am owed. That's it. I am entitled. So therefore, if I... See, see how complicated it gets now? You listen to this. If I love myself and nourish myself and value myself and give myself worth, it lets them off the hook. They've got away with it. They haven't done what they should have done. 
and now I'm having to do it. And that's not fair. See how that's very much like the inner child. And if they uh, go on a little bit longer, see, see whether this is you. If they see me struggling, if they see me uh, not loving myself, maybe that will inspire them to realize their mistake and now they'll love me. Yeah. But of course they won't. It never does. You're just stuck on the carousel. And so this idea, when my clients say to me, I can't love myself, and I say, oh, you can't create love? And they say, well, yeah, of course I can create love for my children, for my partner. For my, I can't do it for myself. So you, you can create love, yes, and you choose not to create it for you. Well, yes. Well, why? And then they'll start giving me the lies. Well, it's because I'm not good enough. It's because I'm unlovable. It's because I've got no value. So you think about that, that doesn't even make sense. So you can't love yourself because you think you're not good enough, but you want somebody else to give you love even though you think you're not good enough. You see how this gets so confusing mm -hmm. because you're confusing the definition of where we started this teaching. How do you define love? What do you believe that love is? And that really is the question. And once you have that definition, then then how do you experience love? That wonderful feeling that is life-changing, that is where you should be living your life, expressing and living in that wonderful feeling of love. Where do you get it from? How does it get into your body? How do you experience it? And that really is the question of self-love. So to answer the question then, where if we're not looking for love from external sources, if we're not tied into these many different variations of codependency, codependent relationships, whether we have an expectation that we're going to get a payback in some way or there's some sort of emotional manipulation going on, if we accept, okay, David, I need to create this love for myself. I've never done it before. I've always been in a codependent situation. How do I start doing it now? Great question. <laughs> so that's the question. So if you ever ask that question, and Alex asked it wonderfully, you see what they're doing there. They're flipping it, the responsibility onto me. So I just flip it back and I just say, okay, well, could you tell me why you choose not to love yourself? Well, I would say because up until now, David, I've been trying to gain love from other people, my parents, my partner, appreciation from my boss, my work colleagues, until I can give myself permission. So that's what I've been doing up until now. But if I stop doing that, yes. what do I need to start doing? So what, so what do you think you need to start doing? <sighs> what do you think you need to start doing to create a feeling of love that you can create for your children, that you can create for your partner. What is it that you need to do yeah. <laughs> to create that feeling for well, yourself? Well, I would say the first thing to do is to stop negative self-talk. So, so stop being critical, so, judgmental. So I'm going to show you the flip. Yeah. This is a great technique. Okay. So why do you choose to negatively talk about yourself? Hmm. So you see what I'm doing there as on the flip. Well, I'm always putting the responsibility back to the person 
because a lot of my clients will do exactly what Alex did in her role play. They'll say, well, how do I do that? Well, tell me how to love myself. Well, tell me how to stop beating myself up. Well, tell me how to stop self-sabotaging. And you guess what? When you tell them, they won't do it. So you have to flip the question around and you have to say, oh, so you self-sabotage. Why do you choose to self-sabotage? So you refuse to love yourself. Why do you refuse to love yourself? And in my model, when I work with my clients, you can do this for yourself. It's just flipping the question because what the person is trying to do is to shift responsibility onto somebody else. Tell me how to love myself. What's the ABC of self-love? Exactly. Well, because, you know, if you if you Googled self-love, self-love practices, you know, you get a whole list of, well, you know, take yourself for a spa treatment, eat, eat healthily, make sure you get a good sleep, you know, practical things you can do. And we can all do this, but it doesn't shift us from the core issue of, the self-doubt, the negative self-talk, the codependency, which are way, way, way more fundamental than just treating ourselves nicely for a couple of days a week. But I always smile when I hear that type of of teaching But because I say, well, if you loved yourself truly, honestly, the consequence would be going for a spa day, Mm -hmm. walking in the woods. You wouldn't have to try. try. That's the whole, that's what Wu Wei means. You would do that consequently as being in your flow. So that's not the answer. When I see those, I've seen people like, when when I've been doing radio as as interviews, I say, well, give me the top 10. Tell, Tell me the top five. Give me the top three. All that eating well, looking after your diet, exercising well, sleeping well, would be the consequence, natural consequence, the wu-wei flow of loving yourself. So the real question is, you are making a choice, and this is what people, and even you watching me now, might really resist this and dislike this, what I'm going to say. You are making the choice not to create a feeling of love for yourself. Why? Golden thread question. Why? And then they'll go on to, well, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it's it. It's being selfish. And then you go, and you just carry on. So this is. I haven't sh- got time. <laughs> See, this is what I hear all But I have time to, to negatively I, self-talk about myself all day long. long but I haven't got time to catch myself in the negative self-talk and be disciplined and compassionate with myself. Well which... <laughs> done. Well done, Alex. That's exactly what yeah. they say. I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered, I've heard. Here's another one I heard just last week. It's too much like hard work. How about that one? It's too much like hard work. Here's, someone, here's another one. Someone else should do it. See, so it's always shifting or, the responsibility. Or another big one is, I have no idea how to love myself. Right. I wasn't loved when I was younger, you know, and, and a lot of people have real hardship, yes. real bad parenting experiences yes. when they're young. I wasn't shown love and compassion and kindness when I was young, so I have no idea how to do this to myself. So that, So what you're saying is my parents, my guardians, my my family 
could not create love for me. They chose not to. Yes. They chose not to create love for me. Therefore... I'm going to choose not to because... Why? Because they didn't show me the skills how they, to love. They didn't. But you... But you love your children, don't you? You mm, love chocolate. Yeah. You so you know how to love. Yeah. So we're caught out on that one so as you're well. So caught out. You see. So, so it's that, selectiveness. It's very, very selective. This permission thing. It is, permission it is. to love yourself. And so it's really good. I know it's difficult for you to play the role play, but you can see how clever the inner child is. This shifting responsibility of flipping the question over to you, of making you making wanting them to feel sorry for it well my parents didn't love me well they chose not to love me my parents hated me i didn't you know and and so it, it's all the time it's the inner child part of your mind not taking responsibility and i agree it's very difficult if you've been brought up in a dysfunctional family if you've had parents that didn't know or didn't couldn't show that they loved you it's very difficult, and that's why I think you're an amazing person, and that's why I say to my clients, and I'm, I'm not making it up, to come through that environment is one of the most amazing feats that you've he- ever done. But then to mimic somebody mm. and do the same for yourself, I'm sorry, I don't understand that. That is a complete misunderstanding in your belief system that... That's why I want to work with clients. If we can get through all of the kind of the stuff that they tell their other therapists as quickly as we can, that's what I try and do to get down to the root. You're making a choice about this loving yourself. You are making a choice. You can make that choice. I'm not trying to stop you from making that choice. This is why the Wu Wei wisdom model is different. I am not saying, I'm saying carry on not loving yourself. I'm only asking you why you're choosing not to love yourself. And David, when we get deep down, when we dig down beyond all the excuses and the lies that we've just kind of gone over, all the reasons we give ourselves, is it then about fundamentally working with our inner child yeah. on on if our inner child believes that it's not good enough, that it's unlovable, that it's not worthy of love? Yes. Is it about then doing that deep work with our inner child to explain to the inner child that that story it's created based on its based on our actual on childhood experiences, experiences yes. that story is a false story, and we have to do that deeper work in order to truly free ourselves and give ourselves permission. That's exactly right, Alex. You can have as many spa days as you want; yeah. it won't change that belief. Yeah. So you have to do the golden thread. We've demonstrated in many teachings. I do with as uh, with my clients. I'm I'm not saying it's easy because it's a big challenge, and it will sound as though I'm being unfair because I'm not responding to your feelings. I want to know why. It normally comes down to what we call one of the three lies. So ask yourself now, as you're listening to me, have you ever said any of these lies to yourself in your self-talk? I'm not good enough. I can't cope, or I'm unlovable, or maybe unworthy. If you've said any of those three lies, then that's the part of the mind that I would call the inner child. That's the child speaking to you. 
Then you do the golden thread again. Once you've got down to the three lies, this is where a lot of people, they, they write to us and say, right, David, that was really helpful. I've got down to the three lies. I'm not good enough. What do I do now? You do the golden thread again. Why do you believe you're not good enough? Because you wasn't born believing you're not good enough. That's a belief that you've adopted, inherited, developed, whatever word you want to call it. Why do you believe you're, you're not good enough? And you keep on asking the why question, and you'll normally get down to, it's either somebody directly said it to you, or you inferred it by the way that they acted. So in the example that we're giving about self-love, it's like what you said, your parents could not, for whatever reason of their emotional dysfunctionality, show you love, demonstrate love to you, rear you in a loving way. So then you didn't understand that. And so you said, it must be me. I call that the vow, V-O-W. It must be me. And that could be different for all people. But what you're saying is there's something wrong with me. And then you start there, then the next level is, I'm not good enough. Then you start to develop all of your techniques. And so here's the teaching, here's the life lesson. If you believe there's something wrong with you, if you believe one or all three of those lies, it would be counterintuitive to love yourself, wouldn't it? It's like it butting steers. You can't love yourself and also believe you're not good enough. It's counterintuitive. And so you have to change the core belief. That really is the skill. And you can do this for yourself. Start at the emotional feeling, acknowledge the emotional feeling, then ask yourself, why am I choosing to create that feeling? And then go down, go right down. And you'll probably find it was, it could be one incident for many of my clients or a series, a dysfunctional family, a dysfunctional situation, abusive, sexually, spiritually, emotionally, verbally. And it is how you dealt with that when you were a child. And then you said the vow. It must be me. It can't be them. They're all the same. My family are all saying the same. So it must be me. There's something wrong with me. And then you build your life from that. Exactly. And we've done so many more teachings on uh, this self-inquiry process, the golden thread process, which David uses when he's working one-to-one -one with his clients. So I can put links to those teachings as well as several other teachings we've done on self-love, love and loving relationships, which will really, really help you with this topic. I do hope you have enjoyed this teaching. Please do comment and let us know and perhaps also share the teaching with someone else who you think may benefit. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one -one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. 
You can learn more about David's consultations, plus our online events, offers, and gifts on our website, wuwaiwisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy, and in your flow.